Welcome to Retro Fanfic Retrospective, the podcast where we dredge up old fanfiction and expose it to the cold, harsh light of 2019. My name is Amato, and with me are... Tori. And Tarin. Dom is sick tonight, so we flew Tarin in from Georgia at the very last minute at great expense. Thank you for that. Yeah, well, you know, we're a humble podcast, but we have commitment. All, all of our budget goes to plane tickets. Yeah, deep pockets, big sponsors, specifically for me. So I appreciate it. <laughs> We're in the pocket of big fan fiction over here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm sure someone is a, a listener is a Taran fan. Uh, maybe. There's me. I, yeah, yeah. I'm a Taran fan. Self-validation. Yeah. yeah. If I wasn't a fan of you, I wouldn't invite you back on. I would come up with lame excuses about how I couldn't find any appropriate fanfic for us to do, or something like that. You said you Dom, Dom was sick, right? <laughs> uh, so, so I'm told. Yes, not trying to, not trying to implicate anything right there. Yeah, I mean, Dom said they were sick, but they didn't look sick, so <laughs> I'm skeptical. Actually, that they look a little sick myself, but. I don't know. Maybe that's not something someone should comment on. <laughs> that's a really good point. I have no idea whether that's appropriate or not. We should just keep gaslighting Dom's declaration of being sick. <laughs> like, you look just fine. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would be awful. Do a stakeout. Oh. Sort of like uh, what it's like to live with an invisible disability, basically. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, you look just fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> now, we are having you on, Tarin, because I was under the impression that maybe you played some Legend of Zelda in your time. I have played several games. Mm-hmm. Not early games, though. Well, who cares? I've... <laughs> What? I haven't played original Legend of Zelda before. I've picked it what? up and like tried it and done a few screens and just been like, this. these controls are not good enough for me. Oh my god. That's so blasphemous to me. But what do you consider an early game, Tarin? Because I recall we you played Majora's Mask with, with yeah. me. I haven't played any of the Game Boy games, any of, basically any two-dimensional Zelda game. But you I played see. Ocarina of Time. played Ocarina, I played Majora's Mask, played Wind Waker, I played... Some of Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you've played Ocarina, I think we're good. That having been said, I haven't played Ocarina. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Mato, what is wrong? You haven't watched Digimon. You haven't played Zelda or Ocarina of Time. Oh, I, I you played, played Zelda. Zelda, sorry. Yeah. It's not, it's just my not, bad. It's I played the heck out of confused. Link's Awakening, the least relevant game to anything. Hey, Link's Awakening is a great it's game. It's a great though. game. That is it's a, a really classic. good game. It's just obs- just obscure enough for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, no, it's it's that the only game system we had was a Game Boy, and uh, in the if you start ranking Game Boy games by quality, like if you were dividing them into tiers, Link's Awakening is its own tier. Uh, it's just that much better than any other game for the Game Boy. Like, it's even, really good. Even Pokemon. Okay. Maybe we can put Pokemon... But the thing is, Pokemon is not as well done at what it's trying to be as Link's Awakening is at what it's trying to be. And what what years did they come out, respectively? Um, Pokemon versus Link's Awakening. Yeah. Link's Awakening was what? earlier. Earlier, right? 
thought yes. Pokemon was 96. You know, they might have been around the same time. Mm-hmm. We can um, use the internet. I feel like I should know this because I don't know if our listeners know this, but Zelda is one of my, like, number one obsessions. It's close to Digimon. I haven't, like, followed it as passionately in recent years, but my first tattoo was a Triforce and mm. all that. Yeah, I I knew, Tori, that, like, yeah. at least we would have some Zelda passion coming from you. Oh, I have so much passion. That painstaking sewing needle that I dipped in ink and then shoved into my skin is my passion. So, Tori, which Triforce do you have on your skin? It matters oh, a lot. It's the Ocarina of Time version of the Triforce because it's the most iconic. And is it wisdom? Is it power? It's all it three. Oh, because okay. you can't recognize that. Otherwise, it'd just be a triangle, which I do have <laughs> on my hand. But that's supposed to be a... Wait a second. A triangle on your hand is, I believe, the sign of having a Triforce bonded with you, at least in this fanfic. But which one? Well, also in the in Ocarina of Time. Okay, well, which one's the green one? Except that... Courage. Courage. There you go. Is this green? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> well, it's India ink, so it's supposed to be black, but it does fade. Mm, I guess you could green. call it green. It has yeah. always, always bothered me that the, the set of three Triforces is a Triforce... Yes. It, it's confusing because the mark on the hand is all three. and But, Tarn, are I, you talking about nomenclature there? I, like, this is a Triforce. Oh, of the Triforce. Of the Triforce. It should be like oh. one force of the Triforce or something. Yeah, this should this be is the like force the for- of wisdom. The force of wisdom. You know, that makes a lot of sense. That's a good point. And, but, you know, like, it's in the same vein to say that they represent someone possessing a single piece of the Triforce. I feel like you would call it a piece of the Triforce, right? You wouldn't call it. You wouldn't call it. I guess you do. You call it the Triforce of Wisdom. The Triforce piece of Wisdom. Yeah. Wow. I'm so confused now. When you first assemble it in the NES game, you're picking up the pieces of the Triforce. I feel like that became convoluted in Ocarina, but I, you know, as much as I love Zelda, it's hard to remember the specific details of every game. So. Any- Zelda would be hard for me to go back to because after World of Warcraft, like fetch quests just have this I have a gutturally negative reaction to them, and Zelda's like all about fetch quests. Mm, I don't know about all the Zeldas. Um, I mean kinda. Yeah, but 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 in the good really. games the fetch quest is like, well you go to this dungeon. It takes play a while. The dungeon. Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's yeah. the point, oh. that's the fun part. I was gonna say it's about dungeons, yeah. Yeah. Like Fetching I wouldn't call that a dungeons. fetch quest. <laughs> Um, I understand though because Zelda can be a very frustrating game to play in almost any version like I grew up with the NES version playing that since a little kid and I feel like that's maybe the least frustrating because it's very simple you just go through the dungeons and you're kind of on your mission and they slowly get harder and you accomplish things but as the games went on especially moving into a crane of time in the 3D versions you have more and more little things you have to mm. do and you don't always know why you're doing them but they are necessary and it i sounds think annoying. they create fun by exploring the world but the game can wear on and there are definitely places where the puzzles get super hard and you get really stuck and if you go away for like two weeks and come back, you won't remember where you were supposed to go or for what reason or what you're trying to do. So it is a very frustrating game, and I don't blame people for not playing all the way through a lot of them. Well, when you're a kid, you you obviously you just get the strategy guide, right? Because you yes. don't you don't have that sort of pride in figuring it out yourself. At least I didn't. Like now, I would get so frustrated with like Majora's Mask, where like literally you have three hours with a very particular order of things you have to do regarding, like, 
a milkmaid and walking like in the moon in a specific field in order to meet a specific ghost that will tell you some sort of clue that for some reason also unlocks an innkeeper's room. Like it's just crazy um, in retrospect. Mm-hmm. They really expanded on the idea of puzzles as they moved into the more longer form, you know, almost like, I don't know, they're still adventure games, but they almost have like an RPG flair with all of the like character of the game and all the items that you mm-hmm. get. They really moved forward with what they thought a puzzle was. It wasn't just putting blocks together anymore. It was a lot of, yeah, stuff like that, Taran. That's kind of frustrating, I agree. Well, our fanfics for today, there are actually two of them, are Reflections and Reflections 2, which are by a person online who I guess went by Uncle Pervy, which Dom was a little bit nervous about going in, but there's absolutely nothing uncle or pervy about either of these fanfics, so I don't know what they were doing. I'm just going to assume that their their name was Pervy, and it has nothing to do with... I don't know. Short I, for Pervival. Yeah, short Yeah, short for something. I don't know. I mean, that was at the time where you call yourself something terrible like as a joke i suppose maybe but when i look uh, when i'm talking about the time these fanfics are from the rpg gamer fanfic archive the links that i gave you to originally were for wayback machine copies because i Mm -hmm. thought that it wasn't online anymore it turns out it is rpggamer.com has like a new version of their page but they actually have an archived version of the old stuff and the fanfics are still just there i got confused because when i eventually looked originally looked there these fanfics were not under The Legend of Zelda because they were under The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which has its own fanfiction section for some reason. Hmm. Anyway, these... I were talking late 90s, as in 99, early 2000s. And this was under... This was in the period of time where most of these authors were using their own names, or at least Hmm. their own initials. Hmm. We've got, like, you know, Kenneth Vendelbow and... We've got a Chris someone and a John Conway and, you know, maybe half of them have handles like Frodo, but half of them are just publishing under their own names. I don't think, I feel like as the internet went along, fewer people were just like, I'm going to do a thing online and use my own name for it. When do you oh. name your, your a third child uncle? <laughs> uncle. <laughs> uncle. Mm, no, I would not. And no one would. And that's a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> maybe as a middle name. No, not as a middle name. <laughs> no. Why would you call a child <laughs> uncle? <laughs> these, these fanfics, anyway. Reflections was published 10-26-01. So what is that? October 2001. Reflections 2 was published March 2002. So they were within short order of each other, like five months. Hmm. But the comment by the author at the start of Reflections Part 2 is... This is a sequel to my oddly beloved fic, Reflections. Hmm. So I guess within those five months, minus whatever time it took them to actually write the sequel, they must have gotten some good feedback. And poking around for Legend of Zelda fanfiction recommendations on the internet, one or two people still remembered the series and was like, oh yeah, Reflections was really good. And that's why I sought it out and because it was short enough that I could assign it for one week, which is always important. Now, we were talking about random Legend of Zelda games, but hmm. this series uses all of the Legend of Zelda games at the time as part of its continuity. 
which is everything up through the Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages games, I think. <laughs> Wait, Majora's Mask? Was Majora's Mask out then? It came out very um, soon after Ocarina, I think. No references made to Majora's Mask, is it? Um, Ocarina of Time was 98, and Majora's Mask was, I want to say, yep, 2000. And the uh, Oracle games were after that. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I yep. vaguely recall. 2001. Yeah, for sure. Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. Um, so, yeah, okay, well, they, I don't remember them referencing Majora's Mask, but maybe that's because of weird time shenanigans in Majora's well, Mask. Uh, I think that's technically a separate timeline. Is no, it? It, it's a direct continuity from Ocarina of Time. It's the only, like, one, only one of the games that's, like, a direct sequel game, basically, because a lot of them take place after the universe has already gone through. I mean, I'm not, maybe it's not the only one, but... Well, Adventure of Link is a direct sequel. Yeah, I was Zelda. about to say, I, I don't remember. Is Adventure of Link a direct Isn't sequel? It? I think it is. I don't think so, because no? the original premise is, like, in the f- in you have to wake the sleeping princess in that game. In the yeah. first game, I don't know. I, I, princess, it seems like this premise is too similar for it to be, like, a direct sequel because it seems like you'd almost be doing exactly the same thing both times. Maybe. Oh, no, wait. Maybe it is. <laughs> Sorry. Now, <laughs> these thinking out loud. These questions of continuity are almost kind of relevant because Reflections, this first fanfic, is short. And the fir- it's from Ganondorf's point of view. Ganondorf. I'm <laughs> going to have to get used to saying that. Ganondorf. No, I mean, I'm used to it from Smash. That's true. So, what's the deal with Ganondorf in Ocarina of Time, you two? It's a little confusing because the way that they characterize Ganondorf is that Zelda or Link are not necessarily aware that Ganondorf is Ganondorf instead of Ganon. Wait. Because when, 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 when they meet him, they, oh, they he, seem to be... Sur- in the fanfic. Yeah. Yes, well, that's true. They seem surprised he's a Gerudo, but as far as I'm aware, like, in... In Ocarina of Time, he's like a dark man who's sort of an advisor to Zelda's father. But that was like a million generations ago in this fanfic. Okay. Yes. yes. We'll, we'll talk through it. Yeah. I just so... mean like in original Ocarina of Time, what's the Gerudo and Ganondorf's deal? Because I never played it. Ganondorf is the king of the Gerudos. Okay. He is the only quote unquote male born in their society, therefore making him the king, obviously. Of course. Duh. What are all these women going to do just running around without a man? Um, But it's weird because it's also he is, like Tard mentioned, an advisor of the king, or at least they have a diplomatic relationship. But Zelda, as a child, is very immediately suspicious of him. And he seems to have a lot of, like, ha, 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 I really want to claim all that power you got over here so he's basically kind of like a plotting villain who wants to take the power he has in his kingdom and conquer other kingdoms okay that's kind of how he rolls and he wants to get all the triforce pieces because that would give him the power to take over the world unless i'm forgetting another part i feel like that's kind of his whole character um and we don't really get the ganon reveal until the end and then it's not even clear, like, where that came from, other than he's like, ha-ha, I'm a giant pig monster now. So if you played the other games, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the Ganon I know. He's sort of more of a centaur, isn't he, in Ocarina? 
Kind of. He's like a, a bold centaur pig man. And he's not a pig in robes like I'm familiar with. No. I don't yeah. think. No, he's, he's also very, like, serious-seeming in mm-hmm. Ocarina. I don't know if that's the same in the others, but I always got this weird, like, slapstick vibe from, like, images depicting him from other games. He's a little more cartoony, but I still feel like that death ending where he's like, ho, ho. Oh, it was really terrifying to me as a child. Hmm. Right, one more question about Ganondorf before we move on. Why does he fight almost exactly like a futuristic car racer? Well, I, 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 that so, must be canon, right? So as a centaur, I think he runs at Link. Yes, and Link's supposed to um, roll through his legs and hit him from behind. Okay, well, I whatever. I, I was just making a smash joke. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I was really confused what you were saying. Oh, you were he's a, comparing he's a clone him to of Captain okay. Falcon for no reason. That went know. completely over my head. <laughs> I don't think he does most of those moves in any game. So warlock punch. <laughs> yeah, no, he mostly shoots um, like lightning or like little balls of energy out of his hands in in Ocarina of Time. Am I okay. am, am I wrong, or does is there some sort of subplot in Ocarina that's explicit about wanting to like bring water back to the the desert or something, like the Gerudo Desert? And so you you travel in the game to the Gerudo Desert and you meet all the female Gerudo mm-hmm. at the very end of the game. And I think there might be some information at that point of like, oh, yeah, he's our chosen one, and he'll bring water back. Or I could be making mm. that up. But. Mm-hmm. No, that's not somewhat familiar. Um, all this is just making me think I need to replay Ocarina of Time. It is a, it's an <laughs> awesome game. It's a great game. But, yeah, I'm just remembering now, like, I, a lot of the plot points are a little hazy for me. It's shameful, right. really. Well, this fanfic starts with Ganon recollecting. The fanfic puts all the Zelda games into a single timeline, which is crazy, mm-hmm. but they basically do that officially, eventually, like, except even more crazy with multiple timelines. So whatever. Half of it is him recollecting. He's like, oh, I've gone through all these, like, reincarnations and generations and being Ganons and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, and then I did this, and then I was trapped in the Golden Realm, and then I did that, and then I broke out, and then I was resurrected, and then I did this, and then I got beaten up, and then I did that. <laughs> and it goes on for a little long. Yeah, <laughs> I think the first two thirds or half of the fanfic is just him thinking about the whole situation, right? Yeah, that's the first half. Yeah, and l- I'm not going to get into it because I didn't care at the time either. But long story short, he's like, "Well, I give up. Yeah. Like this, this whole using the Triforce of Power to like destroy Hyrule thing's not working for me. So like, whatever." And he has called the current hero and sage, which is to say, the Link and the Zelda henceforth Link and Zelda in for a like surrender basically yeah not not their surrender surrender he's gonna surrender theoretically I I will mention the only thing that's stuck about this opening is like how much he's like the bloodlines have been watered down so much that my hero isn't even a real rival and it's like nothing in the games going back to that yeah he does over and over and then nothing in the games indicates that the hero of time is of the same bloodline that's true it, and also, like, I've got to say, like, Link to the Past Link seems just as competent as, like, Ocarina of Time Link. Like, Legend of Zelda Link seems to have gotten the job done just fine. I don't know what he's talking about. But, but exactly. Guys, but guys, it's exactly. like an elfin blonde boy who's named Link in every single incarnation. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Ganon's like, you know what? There must be a whole heritage of these terrible... 
links. Sorry, go on. In in one of the games, in when you took up the Ava game, our weird crossover role playing game um, thing that we did for a long time, Taran. Hmm. When you were jamming it, my original character idea was to be someone who was of the line of links and had been trained to be a link but was like rebelling and didn't want to be a link and so it was D fourth edition i was going to like do sword okay. mage and reflavor all these things as like this is the spin attack and this is the hook shot and you know had just been the guy just been trained to use all of these traditional link tools okay yeah, I, didn't, I didn't let you though yeah you didn't let me that's fine i had a better character <laughs> that would be dope but here's where my like actual zelda um faniness uh-huh. passion comes in the whole thing the appeal of the games and they're being connected and being like different versions of the same world whether that's interdimensional or not but if the world's sunk and rebuilt is that you get this it's the same story being told again and again the same narrative and ganon isn't supposed to remember being ganon other incarnations and neither is link because right. they are telling the hero's tale of the you know the good and the evil fighting each other over and over again. And that's what makes the game so compelling, too, when you stitch it together. So this, bringing it in like that, is like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it makes Ganondorf feel kind of incompetent. Yeah. Because he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I tried this again. Like, I, I scattered the pieces of the Triforce. Because Legend of Zelda, the original one, occurs very chronologically. It's like, I scattered the pieces of the Triforce and gave them to my servants to guard. It's like, why, wait, why did you do that? <laughs> well, yeah. Haven't you, like, had, haven't you been around the block enough times to realize that that's a terrible idea? Like, he's just going to go beat up some monsters in dungeons and take them. And that's what happens. Yeah, but it's the telling of the same story. So right, right, it just right. gets told again and again. I if he was actually learning, you know, you're right. If he's actually learning, this would be ridiculous. <laughs> it's like he vaguely remembers that one thing won't work each time. <laughs> so he, like, does something he thinks is a little to off that the one wall. thing, right, or whatever. I don't know. It's funny, though, because Zelda always, because it was around since, like, I was very, very, at least little, um, it always struck me as uh, like it's been around since before you were born actually or around the same time that works for me yeah, yeah. so like 86 i usually we hated this kind of like retconning thing where you like take a, a story and just redo it the way you want it to be done like that's how it felt to me but zelda because it was so set in my memories was like the sole exception hmm. of like maybe in the comics like sonic comics or Superman or something, I'd be like, "Ugh, this is why, why are you just ignoring the history of this character? Or like, you're trying to reboot everything, but I care about that old timeline or whatever." But Zelda just felt like it made it part of its identity. Which, as a small child, I definitely sent a letter into Power Rangers <laughs> saying, "Like, I like the show. Also, why don't they send down more than one monster at once? That seems like a really good idea." <laughs> I yeah, got, I got back a form letter. Of uh, course. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's always quips, but you know, I will say, my passion for Zelda comes a lot from that. It is it tells itself like folklore, mm-hmm. like the same creation myth being told in different ways by different cultures. It's just does that very well. Well, in the context of this fanfic, Ganondorf, then Ganon, now Ganondorf again lived through all of those, remembered them pretty well, except for maybe a time or two where he was, like, reincarnated in, like, a more bestial form, whatever. Like, didn't have his, all his memories together. And at this point, he calls in Link and Zelda for a, for parlay, 
to his like little tent with like a few moblins. Apparently, the implication is like he's been at war again and like it hasn't been going well. And they come in, and they're like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "I want here. I'm going to give you the, the Triforce of Power. Take it, and then I'm leaving." Like the deal is, you can have it, and I'm going to get out of here. And Link doesn't trust him, but Zelda's like, "I feel like like he's telling the truth because I guess Triforce of Wisdom powers or whatever." And can I say that Zelda seems like the very rational one in this situation? Sure. Like, at this point, we've only gotten Gandorf's perspective, and he's just thinking, Link, you little snotty little punk. And Link's just saying, like, snide things under his breath, and you're just like, what? Link doesn't even talk. What's happening? Link has but, to talk in this con. Of you know, course. I mean, that's fine. He doesn't talk much, and I'm okay with it. But it just... What he says is just silly. Like It occurs to me you could have done a version of this fanfic in which Link did not talk. That would have been awesome. And it would have been very cool. <laughs> Honestly, the dialogue Link says is not necessary. Just no. Speaks with his expression. Yeah, exactly. Meaningful looks, glowers and, you know, threatening looks. In Ocar- like cries that are not words. In Ocarina of Time, he's extremely expressive. Like his face will be just uh, suddenly light up or yeah. like this huge mouth to be surprised. Oof. Which is great. They put a lot of work into that considering the like limited polygons in that. <laughs> like, I mean, they've always had some good character with Link where like you find something and he like freaking holds it over his head with a triumphant air and he's like, yeah. They did everything they could with those like... What, 8 bits? 64? How many bits in the friggin' NES? 8 bit on the 8 NES. bits, yeah. yeah. It seems like it should be more, but... <laughs> so, but... Yeah, so when Link kind of challenges Ganon and Ganondorf and says that he's terrible, like... Ganon goes into a bit of a rant. And it's gonna come back to this. If I have to... If I need to describe Ganondorf in this these fanfics... One of the words I would use is smug, maybe? <laughs> Not smug, self-righteous. Very. Because he goes into, like, he's got a manifesto, pretty much, that he, like, starts relating. He's like, let me read to you from my manifesto link so you can see how wrong you are about Hyrule. Like, he's been waiting. He's, <laughs> he, this rant has been, like, iterated in his mind for generations. And now he's finally got, like, the chance to, like, talk, tell it to Link and go on and Zelda and go on about it where they're not going to like hit him with a sword. He's been letting like a wound like a gash heal just enough and then tearing the scab off for like centuries. But just like but here's the thing is like maybe he ugh, in the in this continuity maybe he could have mentioned it to one of them before this point. Right. So the deal is basically that Hyrule is terrible and expansionistic and essentially, if not xenophobic, at least exploitative of all the cultures around it. Very colonial. Very colonial. And so it sort of explains in this context why you've got Gorons and Zoras and then you don't later on in the continuity. And, yeah, you know, but the Zoras become enemies that just like right. shoot river rocks at you. Instead of like a thriving culture under the water and... You know, the, the Gorons, whatever, there's no Gorons anymore. And it's all of these really bad things and various oppressions of various peoples that are not... The country's Hyrule, but the people are... Hylians. Hylians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. Basically, terrible shit happening to Hylian, to non-Hylians and, like, the, you know, environment and resources being exploited and all that kind of stuff through a series of terrible, terrible rulers. Now, in his rant... None of these rulers are ever Zeldas. 
Right. And I was kind of under the impression, like, often the ruler might be a Zelda who has wisdom and is seems to be pretty on the up and up. That's true. And it's funny because she's always the princess in every incarnation, but you always get the impression that she's uh, young and but she's... In in this continuity, he mentions that, like, there was this queen, apparently, in, like, Ocarina or in the past or something, or this king who was, like, so terrible that, like, the rest of the world was like, well, we're never going to use that title again. Think... And from then on, it was, like, all princes and princesses ruling. Hmm. Oh, I didn't catch that part. That's fascinating. Yeah. Th- th- yeah, there's an explanation given. So it's not, like, just because she's always Princess Zelda doesn't mean she's not mm. in charge. Mm. In this fanfic, she presumably was in charge a lot of the time. I looked her up, and she's in one of the games that I haven't played. Okay. Um, mm. But she didn't sound like she was too Wait, terrible. So. Who was it? I'm Queen, sorry, I forget. Someone that, or other. That's okay. Yeah. Someone who's not a major player in the general continuity. Sure. No worries. Um, so, as far as this goes, for Ganondorf's motivation, this is the only motivation that would make sense for him as a sympathetic character. He's like, these are imperialists, they're destroying my culture, mm-hmm. and totally pre- like plays perfectly into our understanding of imperialism because the Hylians look the most white. And yeah. the Gerudo, you know, have, like, their desert culture and they have darker skin. All these other people, you know, are, are different in different ways. Um, but none of this is evident at all in the source. It, so Well, it, yeah. And if you were going to do that, this is so, so tell, don't show. It's like you could have established some of this stuff. One of the things about these fanfics is, like, there's no characters that are not... Zelda, Link, Ganon, or a couple others that we'll get to who are also really big shots. You don't see any kind of culture on, like, the lower level or, you know, on the community level. Like, I don't know. You, I feel like you could have gotten at this theme maybe by having vignettes through the ages as Ganondorf or something mm-hmm. and doing some kind of more, you know, yeah, just showing it more, which really doesn't happen. I agree because it's very annoying to hear him just rant about this. It's, it's also kind of surprising because... It's- he he focused on like the more sympathetic cultures slash species or mm-hmm. or whatnot instead of like his own people. Like yeah, the, you'd think that would be like grudge number one. Yeah, like the Moblins or like the Gerudo, like all the people who follow him. Like the Gerudo, he focuses on a little, but like the yes. Moblins only in passing. Like he doesn't say like all these crimes against Moblins. Yeah, 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 and uh, it's funny because it is kind of like a sticking point for the character because he beca- he's very self centered in many ways, and this is just to give him like a noble aspect, but he's still ultimately focused on himself. So you would think for the character that would be the case, but I feel like this is just kind of a roundabout to make him more sympathetic that he cares yeah. about other people, no. sort of somewhat, even though he doesn't end up caring about them later on. That having been said, it's pretty clear in this fantasy he's still a total asshole. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also, That's what and I mean. it, several times people call him out about what about these terrible things you did, and he's just like, yeah, well, that was war. Like he he doesn't yes. even try to like justify it. He's just like, well, yeah, I need to do that to like try to fight back it's against Hyrule. No or, comparison to yeah. what Hyrule has done, right? He, he's not like I didn't do it, or like that was a good thing to do, or like that was you know even justified in a larger context. He's just like whatever. I was just trying to like bring down Hyrule, which is terrible. So whatever. Yeah, I couldn't have just you know told the people ever you just have to go to war with them you know it's funny because it, it can you remind me does he when he's talking about like the zora and everything else is that in a speech to well, someone else there is a speech to, a lot of it's in his mind he gives okay, a speech a lot to lincoln zelda mind. and then he's going to keep talking about this kind of stuff later on in the second fanfic whenever he's got um, an audience 
I was just thinking that, like, it's almost like what someone would say if they were super self-righteous, but they didn't want to use, like, their own self for their own people as an mm. example. So they were like, but look at what you've done to these others. I care so much. Yeah, it's, it's like he's trying to make them feel bad, which yeah, yeah, I, I mean, guess is legit. <laughs> yeah. And so in the end, he's just like, but but no more, whatever. Like, oh, yeah, he, here's, here's a quote. Oh, yeah, this is so weird. Right. Um, this is so long. Well, it's not that long. Hyrule is dying. It has been in its decline since its bloody conception. In its prime, Hyrule was a greedy and grasping nation, yada, yada, yada. So he tried to destroy it. But every time I neared victory, you or one of your wretched ancestors have stopped me. I have had to endure the shame of defeat at the hands of a succession of ever-weakening heroes and sages. And ever-weakening? Whatever. Every generation dilutes you, your blood further, robbing you of your power and worth. Already you are both little more than peasants sitting upon the blood and deeds of your ancestors. But no more. I am through with it all. Hyrule has fallen too far to save, and no one remains to protect from Hyrule. I will take my leave now. So he's just like, screw you all. I'm out. And he... Did you have a commentary? I just want to say he demeans them for being peasants and yet imperialists at the same time. Like, what is his game here? That's and, it. <laughs> but, but he goes over. He, he gives the the Triforce of Power to Link. Actually, I think he does that before his little, you know, speech. And it's just, like, touches Link's hand, like, passes over onto his hand. Hmm. Link has courage and power now. What does courage even do? Um, well, none of them actually, like, particularly do anything. Don't they? Well, um, that's not clear. I they're, they're supposed to be aligned with the attribute of the person who wields them and also, like, in some way increase that attribute. Except as that, far as I understand it, yeah. Well, Link uses all three of the goddesses all oh. the time. Well, it's not about the goddesses though. Like the Triforces were imbued by the powers of the goddesses, but not yeah. directly correlated to. So basically, there's no courage power. Not really. I mean, it's having the power the of being of a protagonist, I guess. Yeah. Well, no. Oh, it's like um, it's like Doors power. Like he's just gonna <laughs> always be lucky. Well, I mean, in the sense that you get to save your game and then resume, that makes total sense. I yeah. love the yeah. idea that his power is immortality. Like, he just gets <laughs> extra lives and he respawns, and that's the only courage power. So, like, that would be really frustrating to deal with. I mean, well, Link also finds all these, like, bomb-ass items, and Lake always has, like, goddesses watching over him and all that. There are many Triforce powers. Some of them are always being able to find a shiny quarter on the ground when you're walking along. You, like, cut the grass, yeah, it's like a... exactly. You break a pot, it's like, oh, here's healing. Uh, here's some money. You can walk into someone's house and just take everything out of their, like, <laughs> out of the pots and the cabinets and the chests in their home, and they're it's like, the power okay... Of courage. That's great. It. Courage is just theft. Like, <laughs> Link is an expert thief, I will oh, say. Oh, man. So, Tarin, in, in Link's Awakening, <laughs> because you haven't played it, there's a store. Yeah. You can steal from the store. Okay. And, like, you have to do it right. You, like, pick up an item, you go over to the side, and, like, the storekeeper's watching you, and then you, like, really quickly go off the side and go out the door before they can catch you. If they see you, they're like, hey, don't do that. But if they don't see you, you leave the store and you steal well, the like item. the only game you can really and, steal from a shop in. And then the next time you go back to the store the storekeeper zaps you with terrible magic and, like, brands you a thief and you die. But it's Legend of Zelda, you just respawn, right? Right. And from then on, your name is Thief. You got to choose your... You got to choose your name, but from then on, every... Like, on the save file, your name is now Thief in capital letters. I love those little things. Everyone's talking to you, like, 
normally with the plot it's like thief is that you only, must do this thing is that only if you go back in only if you go back in if you never enter the shop again you're good anyway on the way out uh ganondorf just has like a little internal monologue where he's like ha huh, they fell into my plans i'm totally done with this war but i i wanted link to take the triforce of power because having two of the triforces will drive him crazy and he will lust after the third one how do you know this ganon i don't know He's been alive a long time. He's been alive a long time, yeah. yeah. So, and he's like, and that will tear your country apart and screw all y'all, basically. Yeah. And he he leaves open the possibility that he might have to save them from Link, I think, at the end there. No, he doesn't really say that. He's like, well, the hero might seize their Triforce. Oh, Oh, yeah, no, you're right. He does do that. Perhaps I will be the one to stop the survivor if I care to, after, like, the two of Zelda and Link are forced to fight. And that's pretty pretty cocky you know yeah. like well he, his last line in the whole fanfic is also such is the vengeance of the gerudo but also in the paragraph before that as he's been emphasi- emphasizing up until now he says i'm tired but retribution is worth any exhaustion you know but it, it's weird because he keeps saying how tired he is and how much he just wants to be done so it seems like that's why he surrenders the triforce but then yeah. it's also like maybe i'll be the hero it's like which one is it ganondorf which one well he, when he says maybe it'll be the hero he just means that like link is going to end up lusting after the triforce of wisdom zelda's not going to want to give it to him and they're going to going to fight yeah him. but also is it is he just want to be done or does he want vengeance i feel like oh, those are a little at odds too you know what i mean anyway yeah this first fanfic, this mm-hmm. first part, thinking, oh, yeah, okay, so maybe down the line, Link will go crazy out of lust for the Triforce. Yeah, that, yes. that's, that's a good hook. And then Reflections 2... Is insane. Is, is crazy. And it's much longer. And, you know, Reflections was clearly one and done. Like, that's all the author was planning to say on the subject. But I guess because of the popularity, like I said, um, sequel to my oddly beloved fic, um, Reflections... I guess he decided to write more. That scenario that he was expecting to happen, where Link would eventually be driven mad with power, happens exactly as he expected. And how long must it have been? Like a few weeks? One month. What? It's been a month. <laughs> it's been one month. And the confusing thing about this is that Zelda acts like it's been years in her head. I thought it had been years. She's like, how long has had she seen the signs? And it's like... A uh, few weeks. I mean, maybe she's like... The idea is that like maybe... She should have seen signs before he got the second Triforce because she so. doesn't no. understand what has happened at all. And she doesn't ever reference that, like, she understands that it's the second Triforce which is driving him towards madness, as no, far as I can tell. She gets it um, every day since that fateful night, that being when Link received the, tri- the Triforce of Power. Link has begged her for the Triforce, pleaded and debased himself oh, for it to no avail. Every single Finally, night. So. Since that day. Right? All right. Finally, he began to demand it and left Zelda with no choice. Her knight, the hero ordained by fate, had gone mad. But I, I got the impression that because she's talking about it, like, like it was, like it's a fundamental part of Link's character, that, like, maybe it's only because 
he got the second one that like now finally it's come to a head like before he got the second one it like he was still probably lusting after it but oh it's like yeah. once he's gotten the second one it's like finally close or something it's just weird like this is never an established thing with the triforces that like you inherently lust lust after them like ganondorf has the triforce of power ah. because he is power hungry that's why he lusts after the Triforce. Like, now, Tori, yeah. you say that, but I would like to quote from canon here. Oh, no. I've got here my copy of the best of the Nintendo comics system. Okay. <laughs> it is a reprint of the some of the comics that Valiant put out for Nintendo in 90 and 91. Bring it on. And in here are comics based on the animated Legend of Zelda cartoon, which is the most canon thing of all Zelda things, right? <laughs> and there's this story called The Power. And after I read this fanfic, I was like, wait a minute, haven't I read something like this before? And I have. In The Power, Link picks up the Triforce of Power because Ganon left it in a room mm-hmm. lying there and he picks it up. But it's a Triforce of Power, yes. right? And Specifically so, power. And now he's got power and courage. Oh, right. Okay. It's the same thing. It's the same deal. He's Dang got the Triforce of Power. Right. And he almost immediately goes mad with power and is being all like, oh, maybe I should lord over these rat people, these Goryas or whatever. And it's like, I will show no mercy to Ganon. And then he's like, um, oh, yeah. So, so Ganon flees him and he's like, I have to destroy him. But to crush him inside Death Mountain where he's strongest, I need more power. I need the Triforce of Wisdom. I must have it. And this is, in, ter- in comic terms, about four pages since he picked up the Triforce of Power. <laughs> and it's like the same deal. He gets corrupted by power. Uh, eventually he has to renounce it. And that's not quite how the fanfic goes. Mm. And, you know, the Triforce of Courage, which left him at one point, returns to him. crying, and I see. Yeah, and love prevails, and he starts turning into oh, a pig. he starts turning into a pig. And yeah. then he's like, well, excuse me, princess. In this particular story, he does not say that. He just wants kisses until that power thing. Still wants kisses. Anyway, the point is... Actually, I think I read that. I think this is a much. This, this was a much happier ending, though. Than the fanfic, no, Not to spoil sure. anything. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know if Uncle Pervy read 1990-1991 comics adaptations of the cartoon, but like... I'm actually starting to think so, because that it seems... Now that I think about this comic, because mm-hmm. I have read some of this comic, mm-hmm. it seems very much more based on the comic than the games kind of thing. Like the uh, drama. Well, this this Ganon is nothing like the Ganondorf in this fanfic. Well, no, but the Ganondorf in this fanfic is based on Ocarina and Ganondorf. And right. it's supposed to sew everything together. And I guess all I'm saying besides plagiarism, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying plagiarism. I guess all I'm trying to say is that this concept is out here in Zelda-ness. Yeah. That you have two Triforces, okay. you want the third Triforce. And that's I probably a bad this. idea. Totally accepted. I, I will say, like, I thought the beginning of Reflections 2 was probably my favorite part because yeah. of, of it. Because I thought it was, it did have a very creepy atmosphere. Yeah. Like, there's, there's sort of this building tension as, as you listen to Zelda's thoughts um, about what she's going to have to do. And Link acts like, first he's like, you know, really friendly, overly friendly. And then, like... As soon as... He's super manic and really obsessive. Here's a quote where, like, he's all kind of haggard looking and, you know, has rings under his eyes. Will you finally give it to me, Zelda? He asks sweetly. Manic eagerness just barely concealed underneath. That's almost euphemistic. Yes, she sighs. Come forth, my knight. His smile grows even wider and his eyes seem to dance with a crazed light as he walks forward. 
Zelda imagines she almost sees his lips twitch as if he were about to begin talking to himself. And that kind of thing. And then, like, like you said, once, once she turns on him and, like, she's got a bunch of sorcerer sages hidden and they all try to, like, bind him. Once she turns on him, he's all, like, traitor and that kind of thing. And something I like probably most about it is that it doesn't try really to humanize Link at this point. Nope. Like, the madness has taken hold um, and, and he doesn't, like, talk about, oh, the voice is in my head or, you know, it's just like he just sort of slipped down the slope without realizing it. He's not himself anymore at all. And even though that's a terrible, terrible depiction of mental illness, this is like some sort of magical hold of right. domination over him. So it's still a depiction of mental illness. And, and I, I um, agree that it's terrible in the sense that it's kind of like fetishizing and demonizing at the same time. Like a lot of things that make madness the villain are. I will say that there's the elements of like truth, and that's what creates a lot of the fear. Um, if you've ever experienced like intense emotion, obsession, paranoia, mania, addiction, addiction, yeah, mm-hmm. all of these things are things that most people I think experience at some mm-hmm. point in the time to one level or another. So when you see this portrayed in an extreme way, you see that in yourself amplified. And I think that's what creates the horror of the situation. Yeah. And I think the writing is also relatively strong in this section. Like you said, Tarn, about making things very tense and full of dread and emotion. Hmm. Uh, They try to bind him away Ganon style. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess with like a bunch of sages, just like a link to the past and stuff. And they don't quite manage it for unclear reasons. It's just like he... Two Triforces. He's got two Triforces. Yeah. And they can't manage it. Um, so? And he... He murders Zelda. This is within, like, the first... At the end of the first scene of this fanfic. Yeah. And then, you know, takes the Triforce yeah. of Wisdom. And they destroys everything in a mile radius or something? Is that... I mean, yeah, we find that out later. He, like, destroys the whole city uh, for unclear reasons. He's just crazy and power mad. After this scene, we switch over to Ganondorf. I'm going to have to keep remembering to say Dorf. And Ganondorf is just like, oh, oh, no, no, we do find that out immediately. You're right, Tarn. There's a column of light. Yeah. There's a a couple uh, interesting moments here, too. Like, there's a tapestry... There's, like, a bunch of sorcerers that come to try to bind Link. Mm -hmm. There's a tapestry that opens up to reveal one of the sorcerers, and it says, like, bearing the picture of a lone woman in peasant's clothing, singing in the crow's nests of a ship at night, which I think is really interesting, because isn't that, like, exactly who Zelda is in Wind Waker? Yeah, that's Wind Waker Zelda, right? But Wind Waker hadn't come out when the author wrote this, right? Wait, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Th- really? I, that just that occurred can't... to me because I thought it was a Wind Waker reference, but this was two thousand. What? Huh? You said it was two thousand, right? Well, it's got to be later because of seasons oracle of. <gasps> uh, what? No. What? Oh. But I, I thought Wind Waker came anyway. out. This one came out two thousand two. Like what is it? March, April. Maybe it was right after. Maybe there were but previews. It's a, anyway, it's a really good reference. Uh-huh. Is what I was just thinking, but then it like immediately occurred to me that it may have not come out. But it's yeah. a really good reference if it is. Rem- reminded me a little bit of Mage Master, or the second part of the Mage Tome. Like, are you thinking of Magician? 
Magician. Magician. That's okay. what I meant. Yeah. Yes. How so? Oh, yeah. By Remedy Feist. Yeah. So when uh, yeah. when that one guy who gets possessed by his armor or whatever, like the uh, to, to Thomas. Yeah. Tobias. T- Timmy. And Timmy. I kept I kept <laughs> I kept waiting for Link to be like forging his identity like in combat the the hold of this artifact so maybe we'll come back to that Mm -hmm. yeah so rauru which is the town the city that they're based in is destroyed and you know there's horrible screams and people die and it's it's bad but it only takes a paragraph and then we're back to ganondorf who's just he's just been traveling northeast for the last month going through nature yeah having a good time yeah seems to be doing relaxing He's, his goal is, I want to get outside the reach of the Hylian Empire. Like, just somewhere where there haven't been any Hylians. Mm-hmm. That's his goal. Apparently <laughs> it takes more than a month of walking. It's funny, too, because he starts it out like, the cool breeze against my face is something I've come to savor these past few months. Few months? I thought it was only one month. Whatever. It is surprising how quickly I've become accustomed, or acquainted become acquainted to being human once more. How soon I have forgotten the form I once wore. This as if I had never drawn upon the form of the demon. So he's, he's finding some peace here. Yeah. Also, they use the word human, which I didn't think anyone was human, but they use it kind of like a catchphrase for, like, not being a demon or yeah, something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's he, interesting. He like, also runs into a few moblins and chats with them. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, you, you are, you are a savior. And he's like, no, not anymore. I'm just passing through and they're like okay let us know if you want to be our savior savior again they use the Arab, arabic word for it which i guess okay. you know because he's from yeah. the desert from gerudo mm-hmm. i mean, and i was wondering Mahdi. if they were implying that moblins were like a gerudo descendant race because the zora how the way the zora kind of devolve as Ganondorf described it in the previous fact. I feel like if that was supposed to be the case, they would have mentioned it. I think it's just like he's tied with the Moblins. But why is he considered to be this... Well, he is... Oh, you're right. Because he is tied with them yeah. historically, but like I guess we don't know much about what he's done in this particular timeline, because it's supposed to be a new timeline, I assume. One that isn't present in the games. I suppose. I don't know. It's- Unless it's the Ocarina of Time... Ocarina of Time timeline extrapolated because he's Ganondorf here. Well, he's, it is. It's all the games. And Ocarina of Time was the first one chronologically in this timeline, in this chronology, whatever. No, is it's that, not the first one at all. It might be. It is in this one. Oh. Ganondorf started as Ganondorf, and from then on it's various returning as Ganons, and now he has renounced it's the Triforce of Power and is back to Ganon. One. Like, I Dorf. thought there was one right before it, but... Well, Our not in this time. context. No, actually, that might be the first one in the chronology. I'm I think it is also. Yeah, it, yeah. My little, my little chart here. It is the, isn't it? Huh. Says that Minish Cap is the first one. Oh, that's ah, crazy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Followed by Arcarina. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I knew there was one before it. Minish, Minish Cap, Cap is hadn't come out yet, so. Yeah. Well, Great of Time is supposed to be like a very ancient history, but like no one really knew it, which is kind of crazy. So. Ganondorf is having a good walk, and he sees, like, a light in the sky, like a star in the middle of the day, and gets closer and closer and lands before him. He's, like, blasted off his feet, and it's basically Final Fantasy, Final Boss Link. Yeah. Right? He's, like, slash vaguely DBZ Link. (laughs) He's got, like, some wings, and his eyes are glowing, and there's some glowiness. Uh, The skin glows as if the sun's fire runs through his veins, 
silver reflective clothes, uh, eyes glowing like hellfire. Just a lot of description here. His hands are sheathed in energy that is shaped vaguely like blades. All three Triforce signs marking his hand. And he accuses Ganon of making um, Zelda betray him. And obviously that's an opportunity for Ganondorf to chew him out a little bit more. Yeah. And, and insult the purity of his blood. I, I like, like, I would have been a little, like, so happy with this fic mm-hmm. if, and maybe it wasn't the time for it, but if Ganondorf had just been a little bit snarkier, like, in his mm. delivery, like, I would have been like, oh, this is, this is great. Because Link always seems a little self-righteous to me in my head canon, so. Well, that's Whoa. weird, because Link seems a little bit timid to me in mine. I guess it's easy to impose anything you want on Link, it's which is silent. kind of what the author does. Yeah, yeah, fair. And Ganondorf also taunts Link by saying, like, hey, I notice you don't have the Master Sword anymore by your side, because, you know, only someone worthy can mm-hmm. take the power of Thor or whatever. Right. And Link just blasts the heck out of him, and mm-hmm. he goes unconscious. Which I loved. <laughs> I loved he just took him down. Yeah, it just I mean, easily. It's crazy because at this point we actually get not speaking Link, but he's just like a weapon of destruction. He looks crazy yeah. too. Like he's got yeah. huge, crazy wings it's coming out of him and he's glowing all over. Yeah. It's like an angel of destruction. Where do we land on this in um, continuity? Because it occurred to me that like this can't be directly after Ocarina of Time. The if fanfic? Ocarina of... Yeah. It's not. It's like way, it's way, like way, 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 way later. Way yeah, it's after but all the Zelda But he's somehow games. Ganondorf again. He's Ganondorf again because he renounced his, like, demon form. And, like, and, and that's giving up actually the, really the power important. of the Triforce. Oh, sorry. No, go on. So... It's really important. What now? We'll get there. It's actually really important to him that that's, a, that's his identity now. Mm. But... Let's go on. Yeah, he mentions, like, coming back from from his madness, right? But it is weird to me that, like, if the if basically the first game he turns into a centaur thing that doesn't really look like a pig, and then sort of he turns into a pig for the rest of the games. Just, like, it bothers me that it goes from, like, quadruped mm. to biped. Mm. It should have been biped and then progressively more well, bestial yeah, or something, totally. right? Yeah. yeah, The transformation he undergoes is, like... To me, it makes sense because it's like a magical, like, I'm going to become the most powerful. But in terms of, like, sustaining that through various, like, rebirths and lifetimes, like, he wouldn't be, like, a he was giant then, too. Like, mm. he wouldn't, like, be born that way. You know what I mean? I would like it if he was. <laughs> I mean, that'd be dope, but... He just keeps getting more awesome. <laughs> he doesn't Wind Waker. He's huge and awesome looking. I know, Wind Waker, he's Ganondorf again, too. I forgot about that. But yeah, also that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, speaking of cool, uh, Ganondorf is saved. And, you know, he wakes up and he's like, uh, 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 who's talking to me? Someone who looks kind of like a Gyarado, it's not. But the people who save him are the three oracles from the Oracle games. And I, I was kind of taken aback that they are main characters in this fanfic. Or, like, if not main, like, like they're important characters. And, like... Well, I don't know. I just didn't think they were very popular or, like, that people would be, have been paid okay. too much attention to them. How many Zelda games were out at the time that this was put out? Like, ten? four? No. Hello. Okay. Original Definitely Legend of Zelda. Ten. Original Legend of Zelda. Um, Link's Adventure... Adventure of Link. Link to the Past. Link's Awakening. Uh, that's four already. 
We've got Ocarina of Time, and we have Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask, and then the the Oracle games. games. So that's that's eight. That's seven. That's eight. Eight? Okay. The Oracle games are two games. No, they're not. (laughs) Yes, yes, they are. Stop. (laughs) You can't do that. Um, Okay, that is quite a few games. You're right. But they were some of the most recent That's to come out at this point in time. And also they were good. They were good. I mean, they weren't as good and as Link's Awakening. They but, in, well, yeah. But they but were good. they were more recent. And they involved the oracles who are avatars of the goddesses. Or something, And I think, right? well, that's, I don't know. I feel like they are. But they, they certainly correspond to the goddesses and are anyway, linked to the goddesses, right. The goddesses were the coolest part to come out of Ocarina of Time. Like, seeing that initial opening sequence where it's like, Din, Ferrari, like all of them, all of the goddesses, they created this world. That opening sequence was like formative to me as a child, seeing how the goddesses created Hyrule and all of this stuff. I did not remember that. It was beautiful and powerful to me. So I feel like having the goddesses stick with you, especially because it's kind of a unique thing to have three goddesses that created the world and them correspond not to elements but to like weird concepts weird that you concepts. can't quite make sense of but also to elements because it's uh wind and fire and yeah. shortly into this conversation um you know they, they're kind of they explain to ganondorf their role in things and like you know naru manages time and din manages the weather and for Near you, what, 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 Nehru. Nehru. And you know, in addition to that, apparently they're like the vessels through which the goddesses perceive the world. And pretty early on, Ganondorf asks Ferore, like Ferore's secrets, right? Uh, yes. And mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, so like, what cosmological thing are you in charge of? And she says, that's a secret. Like you don't even know. Like it's what time? It's stabbing. seasons. It's well, stabbing no. stuff. No. Um. Yeah, we have seasons, seasons, time, and secrets. That's right. Right, and I mean, from the games, I know what cosmological thing she's in charge of, which is passwords. But um, <laughs> secrets, exactly. Yeah, passwords, ciphers are forms of a secret. A <laughs> motto. Uh, she's she's in charge of the cosmological secrets of boxes and summoning them, and there being things in them. I guess. I love that secrets is just an element of the universe here. Like, if seasons and time are two distinct things, despite time being the motivating force for the change of the seasons, we don't have any, like, space. We're just, like, seasons and time. Those seem so similar to me. Why not have it just be secrets? Like, cool. Sure. I feel like in that opening sequence of Ocarina, like, Din makes the world... Ferore populates it, and Nehru creates the laws, maybe of physics and mm. of of humans or something. I don't feel like that's exactly right, but it's something similar. But I don't know how that would fit in here. Because Ferore laws are the fills all of, of the treasure boxes that were scattered around the world. Ugh. The truth the is, we have red, green, and blue, and they can <laughs> correspond to whatever you want them to correspond to. Right. Yeah. And it's fun that way. So, basically, uh, they're begging, they're like, hey, we need someone to take down Link. Link is gone, has gone mad with power. And, like, you're our best option because there's literally no other options. And he's like, eh, no. <laughs> and they say, what about all the innocent people who will suffer? And he's like, oh, 
let me tell you my manifesto. <laughs> and he, he gets to like kind of repeat the same things about how like, oh, Hyrule's so, so terrible and like all these Zoro, Zora's suffering and, you know, and they're like, but you did atrocities too. And he's like, yeah, well, whatever. I love that they're like shocked too, because like <laughs> they're honestly surprised by this, this complaint that he has. Uh-huh. And, and I feel like that's sort of legit, but it also makes me wonder like, do they only care about the Hillians? Like how, how do they not care about all the living creatures or whatever? Like, Maybe because they're particular, because the sages were raised in privilege. Like I don't, I don't. Really I don't know. They're they're from various races. They're not exactly from various races. They're like at one point it's weird. Like the reason that who is it? Din. Yeah. Looks kind of like a Gerudo. Gerudo is just because the goddess she's associated with favored the Gerudo, and therefore once you become the oracle, you start to take on characteristics of those races. It's a little bit out of left field. I don't know. I feel like associating the like Din's fire and fire with the like kind of fiery Gerudo mm-hmm. is not beyond reason. Also, I, what do y'all remember what the oracles looked like in the oracle games? Uh, vaguely, they they didn't really take on specific aspects of these. I mean, Din had slightly Din had, darker skin. Yeah, and, and red female. hair, right? Red, red hair, I guess that's true. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it makes logical sense. And Nehru had... Nehru just looked like a... The blue hair. And yeah, like a blue hair. Green, green hair. Yeah. And right. a lot of the Kokiri have green, green hair. hair. And uh, what is Nehru supposed to be highly in because that there's nothing else that has blue hair. <laughs> and then, You've got to have blue hair. There were sages yeah. in Ocarina, like mm-hmm. you, you find at the end after yes. everything's terrible. There's sages for the eight temples. And it... It sounded like they were basically almost like you, the author was co-opting the appearances of the sages and making them into the oracles because there's a Kokiri who's a sage, there's a Gerudo who's That's a sage. That's a good point. Sario was the sage. Well, the, the author is just going off of the appearances of the oracles from the oracle games. Okay, yeah. I never that, that's what they look like. Yeah, I thought that was true too, but we do discover that they are not... Um, the original oracles that they oracles yeah, I mean, are replaced. Yeah, they're replaced, uh, and then they, they change their appearance. And anyway, I don't that, remember that from the games. I think no, no, from the, from own, the yeah, fanfic. Thing. But it's not that big a deal. Yeah, basically, they work out a deal with um, Ganondorf. That, like the only thing he might want is to bring back the uh, Nehru. Nehru offers to like bring back the race of. What's his race skin? Gerudo. Gerudo, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, deal. I'll do that. Sure. Sign me up. I loved it, yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's weird. It's like not even that they have, like, cosmic power. Like, they don't have the goddesses' power. And there's a whole discussion about how the, the goddesses themselves are completely hands-off. They're like the clockmaker. Except yeah. unlike a omnipotent, omniscient creator deity, it sounds like more like they made the world to see if it would work. Yeah. As this fanfic describes it. They're, and the answer is maybe it's not really working so well. But they're, they're scientists. They're, right. They don't they don't care if it ends up well. Like They'll make a better world next testing time. Testing their null hypothesis, yeah. So it's not like they're like we have omnipotent power to bring back the Gerudo. It's more like Nehru's like, I, I can find a way to make this work. Yeah, it's a little confusing. It's like, oh, we we're we're the oracles. We don't do good stuff for the world. We Make sure it works, which yeah. is saving it, even though that's not what our <laughs> our people want. 
exactly. like the only reason they're acting right now is because someone got all three Triforces, and that's real bad. I guess they're the check and balance. But it's like, if they don't have that much power, how are they supposed to, like, control the seasons? Well, they're not even the check and balance. They're taking it upon themselves in this fanfic to act now because they feel like they have to. It's not that the goddesses were like, hey, in this circumstance, it's your job to do this. Yeah. They're just acting on their own. And the author goes out of the way to explain that these people are, like, chosen for their role. Right. To, like, yeah, essentially channel the will of the goddesses. Sort of. Sort of. Or something. They they, they manage their thing, and Mm -hmm. they are the eyes of the goddesses. The eyes, yes. They're supposed to be observers only. That's correct. They're supposed to be observers, but then they don't explain why they're acting. And No, I I guess it's fine. They have free will. Yeah. Well, sure, sure. But they kind of came together in their decision, and they were like, this this is going to go to shit, so. Yeah. Speaking of going to shit, they go back to try to find the Master Sword, which is still in the town that Ling mm. destroyed. And they're horrified by the destruction there. Mm. They teleport over, by the way, because I guess Ferrari can do that. Um, and they find, like, the the beaten, like, bent, melted slag of the Master Sword. And they're all horrified by the death and destruction. And um, Ganondorf gets to feel smug about him never causing that much destruction. <laughs> Even he though, totally has! Well, you know, for one thing... There's that. For the other thing, you also gave the Triforce of Power to Link knowing that exactly this would happen. So, yeah. d- so stop feeling so smug about yes, like your, right. your relatively less war crimes, Ganon. He's like, literally you, thinking this is exactly what's going to happen when I give him to give him it. Ha ha ha. It's like, you did cause that. <laughs> I know. It could have just taken the Triforce and, and walked left. away. Right. <laughs> Thrown it into the river. Goodbye, Triforce. Someone will fish it out. Who cares, though? murder their brother for a birthday Uh, present. And then go into a mountain for decades for some reason. Yeah. Right off someone's finger. We've already been through this. All right. Anyway, um, and then they split up. I'm kind of going through the plot at a city clip now because the plot progresses from here. They kind of split up. Step by step, pretty much. They send Din over to spy on um, on Link and to see what Link's up to because they can they can kind of communicate with each other through dreams. Naryu goes off Naryu. I want to say Naryu. Whose name yeah. is Naryu. No one. No one. But I feel like I've heard you refer to Naryu for like decades for some the reason. Is... But I never talk about Zelda, so why would I have? Dude. I, I think there might have been an Ava game the three at some point. Oh, they might have been at some point. Who knows? Anyway. I mean, I just got to say that growing up, pronouncing all the names in the Zelda games was, like, heckish. Like, especially in Ocarina of Time. We, we called it Ocarina of Time because we didn't know what a freaking Ocarina was. Like, Ocarina for doesn't years, sound as pretty, I will say. We Ocarina for a really long time. And... Uh, mixing up those letters as a kid like what was i like eight or nine when the game came out easy peasy like i don't know if there's a lot of people who pronounce all the names in that game right because they have leftover childhood memories of pronouncing them the wrong way for like decades yeah Uh, so so ganondorf has a plan yeah well the plan is basically reforge the master sword and for some reason the oracles think only the goddesses could possibly do that and they just have wrong information. Yeah. Right. It's like the, the goddesses didn't even make the master sword like, to begin with, apparently. Everyone forgets that fairies are just around. No one really knows how they figure into the oh, plan yeah. exactly. Yeah. But they have their own cool stuff going on. Yeah. 
And so um, Ganon goes with Ferrari through an old portal located his old, like, you know, uh, the equivalent of his old pyramid into the sacred realm. Um, this is Link's, Link to the Past material here. And the Queen of the Fairies is in the sacred realm. <laughs> I forget her name. It's um, Venus. It's Venus, okay. Which I don't remember from the games, her name being Venus. That kind of struck me. Did she have a name? There, I don't think she did. I looked that up and there is one. There's a oh. fairy named, fairy queen named Venus. Oh, oh, there you go. Okay, well, that was, yeah, against my recollection. I, I kept looking back at my phone as I was reading me, like, is there saying Venus? Like, what? I couldn't remember that. Oh, and by the way, while they're doing this, uh, Nehru, what I was saying is, like, well, guess I'll go bring back the Gerudo race. Right. Meet up with you all later. She sort of has a half measure, too, about it, but, like, I I, I appreciate it, I guess. I mean, I, I kind of appreciate it. It's a show of goodwill, but also you could wait until he gets the job done to actually do that. Yeah. I feel like... Feels like it kind of be necessary here right. now for this thing. You've got the best powers. I like, <laughs> like, yeah, they're all like, "Hey, Ganondorf, you got this." Okay, Boo, go take care of it. Yeah, and, but her solution is to go back in time to find a female Gerudo who is going to die anyway. Right. Bring her to the future, and let her live. One female Gerudo. So that she doesn't mess with the timeline. Yeah, I guess. Also, yeah, how is that supposed to? recreate the Adam and re- Eve. Uh, yeah, I no. would want my money back yep. if I was End of story. No. If I was Ganondorf, I would be like, you call this bringing back the Gerudo race? Like this you brought like, back seriously. a Gerudo. Like also I'm like or some sort of weird like Like he literally has to have sex with her. Yeah. Like that's what this fairy is like or this um that's Nigger's plan. Whatever. Well uh, maybe she's already pregnant. Sure. Great. Yeah. And then what? Then sex. And no, they have a baby, and then what? Well, let's then more sex. <laughs> I don't want to talk about let's, this anymore. Let's say that they're all human, so there can be some. Okay, I'm sorry. Other but... people than Ganondorf or the baby or the mother. <laughs> Moving on. We it's can just so weird to me that the text uses the word "human" to refer to like Gerudo and Hylians, as if they they're like explicitly have no one called humans in the Legend of Zelda games. Yeah, there's right? no humans. There's a lot of room like, there. But they keep using the word "human," but it only refers to like Hylians and Gerudo, because I guess that's how the author interpreted those things, as if those were like the humans. But they still have pointy ears. They don't. Know, I don't I'm done. By the way, they use the archaic tongue to cast spells. Like to open that portal, mm-hmm. and I hated it. I'm just you know, wait. Saying. What's the archaic time again? It was like thou. I don't know. It was, it was, oh right, right. <laughs> o thin veil that separates worlds, part now for one who hath sheared thine bindings. Release <laughs> thy hold upon reality and allow the forces of this world to mingle with the next. Part for thine master, O fractured veil. I mean, I'd be down with, like, actual Old English in one of these fanfics. Okay, like, you wouldn't be able to read Old English. That's the point. That's why it would be, be cool. awesome. I yeah. mean, what you're talking about is Middle English. No, no, no. I think Tarn means Old English. You want to hear Old English? Because like, I don't Germanic. understand the connection between that and Old English, but all right. I just want it to be different. You just I'm want saying. it to be Old English. I just don't want it to be, like... like written like Beowulf. Faux, like... Yeah. Okay. Instead of, like, the, just the and thy and call it a day. 
Yeah, I mean, fair, but I, we could write it in Middle English, like, because that's what they're going for. Like, Old English Look, would literally I be something accept, you could not read. I will accept Middle English. Okay, that's thank fair. you. When you, when saying, you write a fanfic. Old English doesn't have the and thine in it. Like, I don't want it to. <laughs> oh, my God. You're just asking for it to be written in a different language, and I yes. don't know why. <laughs> Can we compromise on Harry Potter Latin? No. Yeah. Okay. So they go to the sacred realm. They go to the fairy queen. It takes a little while to get there, I guess. And the fairy queen is just like, hell no, I'm not going to help you, Ganondorf. I remember some terrible oppressions. And his response is to threaten her. He's like, oh yeah, well, if you don't help me reforge the Master Sword, I will poison the rivers and destroy all your people and like never end my vengeance. Because he's still Ganondorf after all. <laughs> and then Ferore steps in. It's like... She's like, I also... also <laughs> like, it'd be best if you did this, because Link will come and kill you, too, if you don't. Right. Ganondorf's like, huh, diplomacy. Didn't think of that. Well, you need you need a good cop and a bad cop. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, also, we mentioned Ganondorf's whole motivation for doing this in the first place. Ganondorf's? Yeah. Yeah, but you bring back the, the race. It wasn't just that. What else? Wasn't he supposed... He was, there was something else he was going to get, right? No. I don't think so. Oh, maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Though they do give him a bun- their own, like, charms or whatever. Yeah, I suppose so. Which, I which are, so. I think, we're items from, We don't know why they matter. Like, mm. I think it's items from the Oracle games, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Nah. Um, but while he's at it requesting reforging the Master Sword... He's like, also make it a, a badass two-handed sword. <laughs> yep. That fits my large In In hands. one day. In one like, day. Reforge re and re-enchant it. And at least it's not permanent. Like I, I, I do like that the Fairy Queen's like, fine. And she does it. And she comes back and she has like a you know badass two-handed master sword. She's like, this thing's going to fall apart in like three weeks. It's like, good yeah. enough. Right. No, it was hilarious because she wasn't going to do it at first. And then when she agrees, he's like... Oh, by the way, can you make it big and, like, two-handed and, like, just better for me? Okay, bye. <laughs> like, seriously, dude? But, yeah, I, I do like that it is quite explicitly a half-assed, like, temporary job with, like, fairy magic just holding it together. And that's fine with everybody. Yeah. Right? I was like, yeah, that'll work. Why not? That's all we need. So yeah. To take down a, a guy with two Triforces when, like, it's really hard to take <laughs> down one. Now. He's got all three, that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, because he fucking like, killed Zelda, apparently. Ass- assuming Ganon wins, he will get all of the Triforces. Uh-huh. And it it's like one was enough to drive him insane before. I think Ganon would say he was never crazy, except that brief time when he was, because he was resurrected badly. Except, yeah, he's admitted that he was crazy. Um, so that's some, a great plan. Like... So, There's yeah. no other warrior that could have done it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. Like, why, why, why is Ganondorf now the hero, despite still being the villain? I'd like to remind us that we see really no characters besides Link, Zelda, Ganondorf, a few nameless extras like the Moblins, <laughs> the Oracles, and the Fairy Queen. So it, it does feel like a very empty world in terms of world building. Yes. It's like, yeah... Which is you so, know, there's 
I mean, that's kind of Zelda-y when it's like in no. outside of towns. No. Right? No. <laughs> no. Really? No. I just, I just, just disagree with that. All right. I'm sorry. I just feel like Zelda has such a, like, ever since the first game, it's all about going to different regions and having, like, different enemies there. Hmm. And as the games developed, it was having different people there. And, like, actually, it was Adventure of Link that started that, going to different towns. You know, you're different healers and you're different people and they talk slightly different, you know. And sometimes it's like I am warriors. error, you know. Like. It's like Link the Past opens with you following your uncle who's like a cool night guy. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I remember one of the Oracle games, they like kind of overconfident swordman following you around. Swordman. Sword person following you around in like Oracle of Ages a lot. And it's like, you, I mean, you can find someone else to swing a sword around. I would have been super happy if it had been Tingle. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right? Oh, my god. Okay, anyway. Okay. So, um, there's some time spent with Ganondorf just kind of chatting with Ferore, and, like, he ta- talks about the past, because that's his favorite topic, and she talks about the oracles, and even the oracles don't really remember the past that well, because, again, the goddesses don't talk to them. Like, they don't have any divine knowledge, besides... No, the goddesses are just, are going to make this world, we're going to drop these weapons of mass destruction on three specific individuals. And then we're going to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not the best look for the goddesses here. I know, right? And and also, it's like, I always have the impression that the oracles, like, did something other than provide the eyes and ears of the goddesses. Because, like, otherwise, why do they have powers? Well, they, they do. They provide the eyes of the goddesses, and they maintain the seasons and time and secrets. Sure, they just don't have any incidental powers. Those things are not are not the goddesses acting through them. It's just, like, they also need to be around to maintain Okey them. Doke. I don't know. What else? Right. They need to stand on a stump and swing a rod sometimes sure. to make sure that everything goes smoothly. That's what, what I remember from Oracle of Seasons. There's no way to have a system of world <laughs> government. It's like My Little Pony, how like the early world building, like you, this is of course, friendship is magic. The early world building in season one, like you realize pretty soon that like seasons don't work. That like, they have to manually change all of the seasons themselves, and they look with horror upon any place in nature where, like, things happen just, like, on their own without oh, people God. managing them. That's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, they, they think it's just the natural way of things. So my point is, Legend of Zelda and My Little Pony Friendship is Magic are probably the same continuity. I'm down. I've yeah. never seen My Little Pony, though. Yeah, yeah I, I think I tried to watch the news series but it just wasn't like as much my thing i don't know so so during the night while they're waiting for the sword to be reforged um nehru's nehru the the oracle has a dream yeah in which she's communicating with din Din, the oracle and sees link or din's following link around yeah and link kills her because that's what Link well, does now. It's not really a dream, it's actually like a communication. Communications between them yeah. while they're sleeping um, in dreams. Yeah. yeah. So they communicate through their dreams. So basically they're But on, one of them is dreaming yeah. and not the other. Anyway, the point is is that there's something horrifying. Like Ganondorf is with um Din? Ferrari. Ferrari? Ferrari, yeah. <laughs> which one? Uh, Din's the one who dies, that's right, because yeah. she was only 30 years old, which was very young for an Ferrari. oracle. And, and, um, and Ferrari's communicating via dreams, as they do, and Ferrari just, like, wakes up. She's screaming. She's screaming, she's horrified, and she's like, 
she he you know he killed her he just killed her and apparently she experienced the entire pain of her death because when they communicate through dreams they share experiences yeah and ganondorf is actually very sympathetic to this because he's experienced dying over and over and that's been really traumatic for him so yeah and but so like so link kills her after he's exhuming graves trying to somewhere bring people back to life yeah and the, in, in this final sequence of the fanfic, he tracks down Ganon again, and he's like, well, um, I'm probably going to kill you. Like, I, he's checked out this town. He killed anybody who had ever broken the law there because, like, he's, you know, crazy and stuff. Um, and he's like, I executed a number of criminals in Mito, but they are nothing compared to you. But ironically, they received no mercy for their lesser crimes, while I'm prepared to offer amnesty to you despite your atrocities. And Ganondorf's like, I, if what? And Link says, if you tell me the secret of bringing people back from the dead. <laughs> And Link thinks oh, that right. Ganon must know this because Ganon returned from the dead repeatedly. And Ganon's like, there's no secret. It's just that I had the Triforce of Power. That's uh, it. Yeah, and apparently <laughs> that's what causes resurrection, even though, canonly speaking, everybody is reincarnated. But I guess Ganon is resurrected in this. That's Ganon is how resurrected just, in this. Yeah, okay, whatever. But well, apparently Link's been going through graves, like, exhuming bodies, being like, rise, rise. And he's like, he at really most I make... bring people back. He's like, at most I make a Skeletos or whatever. Estalfos. Estalfos, yeah. yeah. Those things were terrifying in the game, by the way. True dad, right, but not as terrifying yeah, they, they as the be dead camera. It's, uh, it's bad. What? The Stalfa, they take you, like paralyze you, and they take control of your camera. I think camera. you're thinking of the re-dead. Oh, well, in that case. <laughs> Those ones... I Those was, were the terrifying the, ones. The ones that are like the mummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the redead, so terrifying that I would literally like not play Ocarina. I vaguely remember like, that. Like I would pause the game and then like I'd run myself really quick through. But the stealth was the skeleton ones. Now see, if I had been playing crazed Link, like I would have <laughs> tried at least to give like one of the Triforces to someone I wanted to revive to see if they would like sort of magically reincarnate and then take it back. Right? Yeah, he's not going to be giving up any Triforces anytime soon. Yeah. But it, it doesn't really go into it, but the implication is that he's already having some heavy regrets about all the murder, and he kind of would like to be able to have some do takebacks on that. Yeah. But I guess the restrictions of the Triforce are that you can't bring people back from the dead, you can't make people fall in love, and no wishing mm-hmm. for more wishes. I believe. No triforcing for more triforces. Can you make Link a prince? Uh, can you make Ganondorf a prince? How about? Oh, right. Ganondorf a prince. I think there's only I one prince. I forgot princess. who the protagonist was because apparently they're interchangeable now. You can't have queens or kings or anything, so. Well, yeah, so a prince All seems right. doable, right? Yeah. Make me a prince. As soon as Ganondorf is like, um, my own revival was due to the call of the Triforce of Power, it drew me back because I had bound myself to it. At this point, negotiations are, are over. Link is just like, liar, and tries to kill him. And we go into our climactic fight scene. There's a few things to say about this climactic fight scene. Please. Who, who, who has something to say about it? It's boring. It's kind of boring. I because, find most fight scenes boring, but go on. So for one thing, you've got a flying power person who's nigh omnipotent against a dude with a sword. And so really, yeah. the only kind of action that can happen is that, like, Link shoots energy and from range, from yeah. range, and Ganondorf tries to close the range and attack him with a sword, which is actually like exactly like the boss fight, except roles reverse between Link and Ganondorf in Ocarina of Time. So there you go. Except at no 
point does Ganondorf spin around in a circle all at once, unfortunately. No, not really, yeah. But it really mirrors the repetitiveness of those fight scenes, but reading it is so much less interesting than like trying to like time your sword blast your sword slashes and it's even more mirror mirroring the actual fight because ferrore is taking kind of zelda's bows arrows of light roll from from that yes yes um but yeah it's it's not super interesting also the exclamation points in the descriptive prose get really annoying i i kind of enjoy Um, them just because they're so pulpy like it's it's a story yeah it it is it's all about like the action and like the gore and like the you know sometimes the talking but also the like plot twists or whatever not even plot twists just like the execution of the plot in a way that you can maybe kind of predict but yeah, you have all these things. Before I can do anything, a bolt of lightning slams into his side, arcing from the hands of Ferrore, exclamation mark. And it's like, even when you're writing in first person, having descriptions with oh exclamation God. marks is so unusual in prose. Y'all, I liked it I, at first. I listened to this. I didn't read it in text. I'm looking at it right now, and I am like... I don't know how... There's so many... Like, every sentence is ending with an exclamation point. It Only feels during so these kind of, wrong. Like, fight scenes. I know, but, like, why? It's like... Because it's exciting. I leap back and unleash my spells, seeing four bolts of black energy raging at him as he flies by! Exclamation point! Okay, so I like, guess I guess he shoots what? at energy bolts, too. But it's just, like, it's energy bolts and it's swords. It's so much. No, but they're not necessary. Like, they're description. They're, oh, yeah, well... Uh, okay, Dan has some cool magic... I don't know how much of it he uses, but I like the idea that, like, he can still use magic against something empowered with the most magical artifacts on the planet. Like, magical magic magic. Exclamation point. And, yeah, they seem to be kind of not evenly matched, but, like, he seems to be in the same punching, like, weight class as Link. Yeah. Even though Link has three Triforces and he has zero. And I guess the Master Sword's supposed to be a really cool sword. And he's supposed to be a real badass. But, you know... But, Tarin, can you bring us into how this fight scene ends? (laughs) The text, the the quote here says, He lunges, and another lightning bolt from the Oracle of Secrets slams into his side. I see my opportunity, and I seize it. As I bring the Master Sword down before me, it cuts into his extended right arm and slices through his elbow cleanly. Link's illuminated eyes go wide with pain as the hand that bears the mark of the Triforce falls away. He's so he's helpless for a hot second, and then the, the mark of the Triforce reappears on his forehead, and I'm like, oh, so it can't be that easy. Yeah, like, right, right, in, right, in theory. And then, but you know what? And I like this. You know, he's sort of he hesitates for a moment, maybe. So then, Ganondorf slices him in half. First, he cuts off his head where the mark of the Triforce disappeared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he slices him in half. Yeah, and so. The, the moment where you thought this would have to be resolved by something other than cutting someone in half with a sword, there, there's that brief moment where it looks like you'll have to do something more clever, and then no. It's, it's just, nuts. It's just you kill him with a sword. Like, it's nuts, because there's so much description of the fighting, and you have, like, zero investment in Link, because he's not even a real character except being, like, possessed by madness. Mm-hmm. And Ganondorf is just like... 
I'm all butthurt about something and something, and apparently my people were wronged, even though I've also been a totally shitty person, too. And my goal is to get my people back, which is a fair goal, but I'm also kind of an asshole. So who do you care about here? And yet, fight, 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 fight. It's so distressing. But here's the thing. It's so satisfying because it's the first time you have a fight scene that ends that resolves with the fight instead of some like oh you've you've bested me but now it's my second phase or oh this other person comes in and saves the day at the last moment like you said they just fight and ganondorf wins you have destroyed my physical form but i will like now you must seal me away it's like no, just killed Link, done. But it's also, like, very distressing yeah. because Ganondorf <laughs> does win. And Ganondorf is still the villain. Like, I know that the author is trying to paint him as not the villain, and Link's supposed to be the villain now because he's gone mad. But Ganondorf isn't even really that sympathetic. He's an anti-villain. And so <laughs> here's the thing that happens after this. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's pretty short after this. The yes. Triforce you know, manifests itself because it's no longer bound to a person. And they're, like, just hovering there brilliantly, being golden. Once I said that there was no reason for me to fight anymore. Time had won the war that I began. Sheikah, Zoras, Gorons, Kokiri, and Gerudo had fallen. Most were gone from this world completely. But no longer. The Gerudo live once more. The Kokiri have not all died out. Hyrule has been shattered, and the bloodlines of my ancient enemies erased. The world has been saved. All that remains is for a leader to come forth and usher in a new age. I reach out to touch the Triforce and pause. I stop, my fingers inches from the relic and muse. Unless... And then, obviously, Ferrore, like, what does exactly she do? She runs him through. Stabs him in the throat? Like Stabs him in the... the, Stabs through the... the Shark chest, She runs him through the... I think up through his heart from under the rib cage. Mm -hmm. And... You know, she says, I'm sorry, Ganondorf, I can't let you have the Triforce either. And he says, traitor, and die, and he almost, like, tries, and he almost kills her, but decides not to. Yeah, and doesn't he realize that it was actually, like, reasonable? It was super reasonable. It's like, dude, just don't almost touch the Triforce then. Like, if take a step back from the Triforce. Yeah, like, but, like, he literally is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I, I get it. He realized that, and he decides yeah. not to kill her with his last burst yeah. of power. But it's like... Of course she was going to do that. Like, yeah. that was just, that was the responsible thing for Ferrari to do there. Yeah. Yes. That was, that was fine. Was and good. so, end yeah. of the fanfic. Link is dead. Zelda's dead. Ganondorf is dead. <laughs> Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Except for that Gerudo lady from Except, the past. There's like a, there's a last scene thing yeah. with the Gerudo well, lady. Yes. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's kind of weird how, you know, that blue-haired woman came out of nowhere and saved me from dying. And, like, I guess I'll go try to find my way out of the desert. And, you know, she gave me a map and I'll follow it and see what's over there. But to some extent, I was like, wait, what does it matter? It's one Gerudo. Yeah. Like, Ganondorf just died. There's not even, like, the tension, the, like, weird, Zant- like, pure Xanthony mm-hmm. type. Now that we've got two of them, we can, you know, make yeah. some more. Like, mm-hmm. the, 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 there's not even that anymore. It's just like, well, you're going to have an interesting life, I guess, because you've been transported to the future, but you're not exactly a dangling plot thread that, like, has any, you know, ongoing relevance, right? I, I remember in, my, in the Ava game 3, I, I tried to come up with some, like, justification for how the g- female Gerudo, like, continued to exist despite the fact that they, they had, a, like, a once every few generations had a male Gerudo. 
Um, and I think it has something involving dittos. Great. Well, uh, I, I don't know actually how to follow that, to be honest. <laughs> That's a conversation killer That's there. That's a weird game. Um, now, to be fair, most people were actually descended from Pokemon, right? Yeah, all the of course. Like, Gerudo were ground-type. Still Pokemon. creepy, but dittos are always creepy, yeah. so it's yeah. fine. No, it's not. It's not fine. Anyway. Then we have a last two paragraphs. Yes. Do you want to take that, Tori? Yeah. I mean, I will say, I mean, we covered, like, the the new Gerudo's just kind of wandering around adventuring. So I feel like that's, like, kind of, like, a nice lead in where you're like, oh, a new hero emerges. This this Gerudo woman. That sounds so interesting. What's her adventure? She's, you know, has remembrances of what's happened, etc. But then we get another, you know, page break and we get two more paragraphs. And that's, it's just this. It says, in an ancient structure, the Triforce waits. The Elder Palace was once known as the Bastion of the Goddesses, the Citadel of Time, and a hundred other names in a dozen different languages. All those names have been forgotten and is simply called the Grand Palace now. Once, it teamed with Guardians but they lie dead at the hands of a hero who has also fallen. The Triforce waits, knowing others will come. Bonds centuries old draw at it, as well as bonds yet to be made. It waits patiently, for it is whole. It cares not if it shall be whole or if it will be shattered by the rival claims on it once more. It is whole, and it is patient. Ellipsis. So you're like... What evil is a Triforce going to rot here, right? Yes. Like, How about ominous Triforce? It does, it does super yeah. ominous. Like, what? Feel, I didn't think the Triforce was supposed to be, like, fucking evil. It feels like that heavy metal green ball. Did anyone ever... No? Never no. Uh, in heavy metal, I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Why is it the Grand Palace now? Like, isn't it in ruins or something? I don't, I don't really know. Well, what whatever. Rebuild, whatever. Continuity it's questions. Generation. Not a big deal. And so... That's the fanfic. Yes. Fanfics. It's kind of a quick ending, actually. It's a weird ending because you have an interlude of the new Gerudo woman navigating her universe, and you have what seems like a totally separate ending it's about the Triforce. Two epilogues. It's like, I felt like those should tie in. Like, how is, uh, what is her name, Jamila? supposed to connect to the Triforce, it, it didn't seem connected at all. So, it's not. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say about that thing. It's just like... Yeah, but it should be, right? It feels like it's supposed to be. Right. I don't know. But No, I mean, it's not. It's not supposed to be. It's just like, it, those were two plot threads yeah. the author wanted to re- resolve, and they're unconnected. I guess. Um, and so, coming out of this, I mean, if we're jumping right into overall complaints... The pacing in this fanfic is weird and not, like, weird in an interesting way, just weird in kind of a badly done way. Yeah. <laughs> like, Unless it was trying to be weird in this particular way. Th- that doesn't was... matter. As a reader, it's still, like, it's very lurchy. It's oh, like, yeah. you'll, have, you'll have long parts of people just talking about the past or whatever, and then you'll have, like, important things happen, maybe just get them out of the way... And then, like, you'll have a fight scene, and maybe the fight scene goes on for too long, but then the fight scene ends abruptly and, like, without any kind of thematic coherence. Right. And, like, there's interesting ideas going on here, and some scenes are cool. And I think you're right, Tarn, that, like, this, the beginning of the second one with, like, Evil Link and, like, trying to bind him and stuff, that has good tension. It's characters that we actually care about by association, at least, right? 
mm-hmm. even if I don't care about this Link and Zelda. Like, I know what the deal is with a Link and a Zelda. Um, and there's other... And like I said, it, it kind of actually makes me happy to see a fanfic dealing heavily with the, the oracles, except that in the end, most of them don't really matter as characters, like Ferrari kind of does. What happened to Nehru? Um, nothing. She, she brought the thing back and then she just was around. Did, did not appear again in the fanfic. Mm. That's good because they're going to have enough trouble with the seasons going haywire without time also being yeah. all messed up. Hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Um, so there's foreshadowing at the beginning of the second fic about a comparatively tiny mote of light that escapes from the ruins of the palace after Link. Oh, yeah. That's just Link flying out. No, no. Link flies out first. Oh. I, I, yeah, I reread that too. I I thought we were supposed to. Oh, never mind. You're right. Interpret it as no, Link. No, I was wrong. I, I, I there's was, a beam of light that kills everyone, but then the uh, little mode of light. But that it flies was out is Link. it was super confusing. So like because there's so tiny, many flashing lights. Like I thought it might be like. Navi or some fairy. Yeah, or like where was Navi in any of this? Or, well, I guess That's, this isn't the same. Never the mind. Same. It's supposed to be the future. I keep forgetting because it reads so Ocarina of Time. Yeah, this, but like this, it just feels. This like link doesn't need a targeting and hint mechanic, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I thought the pacing was pretty weird. Like very important stuff, and then lots of travel and dialogue comparatively about mm-hmm. stuff that's like historical in nature I guess. You'll have things like yeah. the Moblin chat where it's like the only theme it kind of develops is like I guess the fact that he's left his old life behind but we already kind of had that established yeah. and then like you'd think that the Moblins would return in some way and they don't like he, he doesn't have to like call upon his old like you know armies for like one last thing it's just like no don't need you anymore I've got a cool sword. In terms of pacing, I just feel like in both fix, there's just too much time spent on certain things. Like, there's too much time spent on the fight in the second one to me, and too much time spent on Link, like, going crazy and destroying everything to the point it becomes kind of convoluted. It's like, just be like, he destroyed things, he flew off, rather than this column of light and this little thing of light and this and this and this, there was like more detail than there needed to be. It made it confusing. And the first one, there was too much internal Ganondorf monologue Mm -hmm. to me. I give the first one a little more slack because it was, I mean, the second half was a story. Yeah. And the first half of it was just the person trying to hammer out Zelda continuity. Yeah, it's like an, and a, an exercise. It was an exercise yeah. in Zelda continuity. And it was an exercise that was more appropriate at the time when there wasn't, like, official art books that have an actual official continuity laid out. Like, you had to actually put in the work to draw those connections that the author was drawing and, like, explain what happened to some of these plot elements and how some things tie together or where they fit in between each other. At least that's my understanding. Hmm. On that note, is there anything we want to praise about the fanfic? There is clearly a reason that some people remembered it, and like I found a few references to it online in like some recommendation threads for Zelda fanfic. I did like I did like the characterization of Link as like overcome with corrupting power. I guess like I thought um, like he didn't rave for too long like i thought that the fact that he first 
like went ballistic and then afterwards like was re-examining like the consequences of his actions but in this like super like super villain like i'll bring back the people that i've killed even though i'm obviously going to control everything around me like Mm -hmm. i I thought that was i thought that was cool and i I don't really have any investment in link being like particularly like quote good unquote person so it didn't bother me at all either i see what you mean link's actions are motivated by actual motivations even after he has the triforce like feeling betrayed feeling you know wanting vengeance feeling remorse right and one would expect in a lot of fiction like this for the author not to bother having the the you know demigod driven mad with powers actions to be motivated by specific things not putting it better than i did so well done i was i was trying to summarize and similarly i kind of like the ganondorf characterization i like that even though the author maybe puts a little bit too more too much work into saying like, oh, Gendorf has all these grievances and we're supposed to take them as being legitimate. And, you know, like basically the author's saying like they, they are. But also he's still a total evil jerk. Like the author doesn't try to wave aside the terrible things that he did. Gendorf waves them aside, but the author doesn't try to say, no, actually like that was misunderstood or that was justified or whatever. Like, no, those, those were just evil actions by an evil person that was fighting another evil thing. Like everyone's evil. Mm-hmm. We're all evil around here. Except the sages, Crap, right? I mean, except world. the oracles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting, like, because I agree with you, Amato, that I appreciated, and actually you too, Taran, that I appreciated the characterization. I think mostly of Ganondorf is, like, trying to make a sympathetic character for Ganondorf. I had a certain issues with that. I was like, you didn't have to go, like, totally all that far, but, like, creating a sympathetic Ganondorf isn't that much of a stretch, especially you talk about, like, the oppression of his people, mm-hmm. right? And the author does a pretty good job of that. Then, of course, creating, like, an evil link, if you think of the Triforces corrupting, not that much of a stretch either. And the author does a really good job of laying out why Ganondorf was informed of this corruption and why Link was ignorant. Like, basically, mm-hmm. that Ganondorf had the memories and Link didn't. Right. They don't really explain, actually, why that happens, but they lay it out that that's the case. And, and that makes it work. You know, it totally makes it work. And you could even envision that as a continuity. So I think they feel like they worked really hard to tie things together and like to bring in elements of all of the games they'd played too. Like to bring in the oracles was really interesting and bring in Ganondorf as a character. I feel like they worked really hard to create something that was complete. And I feel like it was fairly successful, even if a a little weird, they successfully integrated a lot of elements. That's a good point. The continuity work is solid, and that probably is a reason why people remembered it, you know, I, I think more so than, like, the individual characterizations, which are you know, not that memorable. I mean, maybe if you're kind of younger and you're like, whoa, maybe what if Ganondorf yeah. wasn't in the <laughs> bad guy all along? Um, maybe it could make more of an impact on less jaded readers than us. But I think the continuity work does, you know, stand out by the author. Yeah. And my favorite part again was like Zelda seemed very Zelda E, like like mournful, but mm-hmm. like ultimately is doing what has to be done and yeah. tries to talk it out and can't, so she has a bunch of like other wizards like in hiding while she's having an emotional conversation. It's like Yep. 
Zelda was definitely the best characterized to me, for sure. Also, you know, the fact that a fight scene ended with the fight actually mattering, that that felt good to me. <laughs> felt kind of like the video game, too. It, it felt... Uh, yeah, it felt like the video game. I guess I... I find the pulpiness of this writing a little bit appealing with, like, the big fight scenes and exclamation marks. And I'm, I'm thinking now about conveying the feel of a Zelda game in text. Hmm. And, like, you can't, you can't go down to the micro level, right? You can't go down to the breaking of pots and, like, the fighting of individual, like, you know, enemies or, like, moving through rooms of a dungeon because that's just... That's, that's just the worst in prose. too tedious. Though, if they had... If, <laughs> If Ganondorf had been like breaking pots while fighting Link to get oh hearts, my God. I would have been <laughs> so happy. That would amazing. And so I I think to get the feel of Zelda, the author went in the right direction, which was ramping things up into more like anime levels of like, you know, weird powers being thrown around and like pulpy magic blasts and stuff. Because all that stuff is in Zelda. And like it's not highlighted in the video games because they're a different medium. But, like, it seems like it felt Zelda-y, like you said. Yeah. Now, next week, our fanfic has yet to be decided, but I think we're going to be trying to have another guest on. We may be going back into some light Harry Potter reading, a little bit of Harry Potter for our palette again. Maybe we'll get some spells in an ancient language, <laughs> just like Tarn wanted, except <laughs> for some reason Latin doesn't satisfy you. Dracarys. <laughs> for Tanu, for Tigyamar. Is that about right? I think it's Ortano for Digyama, but. Ortano for Digyama. No idea what you're talking about. Is that Neverwinter Nights? It's Neverwinter Nights. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like you, there were only like two spell incantations. How do y'all remember that? I'll because re- you heard it like so many times. I know, but I only remember. Oh, no, I was thinking of. Um, I only remember, like, what the characters say when they, like, interact with each other. It's back when voice acting was novel. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Be- I, was it Neverwinter Nights where, um, where they had the miniature giant space hamster? Anyway. That was, was Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm getting them mixed up in my head. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Harry Potter, though. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter. And thank you, Tarin, for coming on to talk about Zelda. Sure, you're welcome. I think between us we had some decent Zelda experience or it's more like Tori had good Zelda experience. And then between you and me, Tarin, we were an acceptable second person. Yeah. Y'all was good. You remembered things I didn't remember. <laughs> I still really, I don't have a switch. I wish I could play breath of the wild, you know, this mm-hmm. just looks so good. And it's been years since it came out. Breath of the wild is on the Wii U. It's on the switch too. I know, That's true. but I don't I, have a Wii U. Either. Okay, well, you, you said the Switch, so I don't have a Switch, but you can play it on, play it on my Wii U. I'm, I don't have that much time, but okay. Thank you for the offer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you got to fly back to Georgia in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Hours? No. Okay. He, he's joking because it was an extension of the joke we made early on about flying him in for the podcast. Remember? <gasps> oh right, it's a callback. Okay. Yeah, that was a joke. What's a joke? Um, what what is a joke just in general? I think I need some clarification. I think we need to cut this part out. You're a joke. <laughs> I'm a All joke. right. Next we oh this fanfic yes. <laughs> this week was episode thirty eight of Retro Fanfic Retrospective Reflections One and Two by Uncle Pervy, written in two thousand one and two thousand two, 
and based on The Legend of Zelda. You can find links there, I think, at bit.ly slash RFR Reflections and bit.ly slash RFR Reflections too. Um, but I need to work out and see if I can point those to the actually presently hosted versions of the stories rather than the Wayback Machine. The intro song is The Weekly Fair off of the album Popey's Incredible Adventure by Komiku. The outro song is Run Against the Universe from the same album. You can find this album and other works by Komiku at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. You can find our website at retrofanficretrospective.podbean.com or bit.ly slash retrofanfic. If you have questions, comments, or thoughts about the episode, contact us on Twitter at Retrofanfic, on Facebook at Retrofanfic, or send us an email at retrofanficretrospective at gmail.com. You can also leave comments or reviews on Apple Podcasts or the podcast program of your choice. I'm Amato. I'm Tori. I'm Tarin. We're just three Earth life forms trying to be nice to each other. Until next time, take care. Hiya. Well, excuse me, princess. timing about that well like i i guess it's only like if we want something cut specifically huh? um yeah only yeah don just mentioned is there anything specific so far that we were like we don't want to keep that in not specifically um i, I mean don can still cut things dom you can still cut things yes don we just have no specific Please. requests yet just cut all of it dom <laughs> anything that you find annoying right just cut that just cut tarin <laughs> no 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 just cut, cut up the least in the motto. Cut a motto. <laughs>